0: Welcome to another episode of the Your Fandom Podcast. My name is Saint. I want to thank you for joining us again today. It is October 30th, and we are one day away from one of the most wonderful holidays ever, Halloween. Also going to be pretty much the lamest Halloween in human record because, let's face it, this COVID crap has gone on long enough. I'm tired of it. I know you're tired of it. Do the best you can. Stay safe. Keep those kids safe. Watch some scary movies, do whatever you gotta do, but happy Halloween to all y'all out there. We have moved, again, I want to keep reminding everybody, we've moved from Anchor to our new home on Buzzsprout. The address for that is fuelyourfandom.buzzsprout.com. There it'll take you to all the different links to everywhere we're spread out, and Spotify, and Google, and Apple, and Breaker, and hopefully by the time we get this aired, we got... uh, uh, iHeartRadio Radio and everything else on the horizon, so that's really, really cool. Pandora, Alexa, we're everywhere. So, point your browsers to fuelyourfandom.buzzsprout.com. That'll take you to where all of our new episodes are located. And if you need to get a hold of me, uh, you can reach me at facebook.com forward slash fuelyourfandom. Or you can always send me an email, fuelyourfandom at gmail.com. Uh, Don't forget, we have our year-end season-ender coming up. A big double episode talking about the best of Star Wars video games. It's going to be a huge blowout because I can talk for hours about Star Wars video games. So I decided that's what we're going to do. So, uh, if you've got the time, please drop me a line. Uh, Either through uh, email, send me an email, tell me what your favorite Star Wars video game is and why, or you can send a vocal audio clip in, and we will include you in the show. I encourage that, I want everybody to be a part of this, the show is just as much your show as it is my show, so come on everybody, let's get engaged, let's get involved. I am so excited about today's episode. Cobra Kai! Cobra Kai! Cobra Kai was a show that was released on YouTube Red about two years ago, and just holy shit did it blow me away. And I've been waiting uh, eagerly for season three to come out. Uh, Season three debuts on January 8th on Netflix, which is now the owner of the IP, which is great but I've been waiting to find someone who I can talk to about this that is just as excited as I am, and I think I found him. I want to welcome to the podcast, Eric Horton. Eric, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good. Nice to be here. Fantastic. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I-, I love the fact that I put the call out there for the episode, find out who was interested, who was down, and uh, I you-, you hit me up like with a quickness and with this eagerness that just kind of matched my own, and and I, I knew I'd found the right guy to talk to about this. So uh,
1: yeah, I've probably watched Karate Kid more times than I care to mention. Man who could fly with chopstick,
0: accomplish anything.
1: It's not that many times. Well, not quite as many times as the Fast and the Furious, but it's it's up there. <laughs> it's up there. Karate Kid for me has
0: always been just this kind of a fallback, kind of comfort movie. Oh yeah. Uh, and and for those of y'all that don't know, there are five movies in the franchise previous to uh Cobra Kai being released. Uh of course everyone's familiar with the original Daniel takes on Johnny. It's Cobra Kai versus Miyagi-Do. You know, it's it's a fairly straightforward storyline. The second movie takes us to Okinawa where uh uh Daniel is forced to confront uh, mentor or the me-
1: Miyagi's mentor.
0: Yeah, Miyagi's mentor uh, Sato. Yes. Uh and his Uh, what do you want to call it a student disciple
1: well no it wasn't it wasn't Miyagi's mentor it was Miyagi's friend who right 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 his mentor mentored both of them right so uh, it's
0: like his brother basically yeah
1: kind of like his brother
0: yeah Sato was kind of like Miyagi's brother and then Sato trained Chozen so Chozen was basically uh, Daniel's equivalent yeah pretty much if you look at it like that
1: I'm not doing
0: you'll have a choice
1: Broken ice broken. Hey, you've
0: got to break all three, right? Wrong! All Six. And so that movie gave us a lot of iconic scenes and And then uh so Karate Kid Three brings us back to uh California. Yep. And uh Daniel is uh starting a business with uh Mr. Mr. Miyagi, Miyagi yeah. opening
1: the, the little tree shop. Mr. Miyagi's Little Trees. Yep.
0: Mr. Miyagi's Little Trees. Simple, direct, catchy. And uh, then then we have, uh, instead of having uh, Cobra Kai led by uh, John Kreese, we have a newly reinvigorated Cobra Kai.
1: Through Terry uh, Silver. Terry Silver. I'm going to get them for what they did to you. They made you suffer. So I'm going to make them suffer and suffer and suffer. And when I think they've suffered enough, then I start with the pain.
0: And he was menacing. I'll tell you what. It takes a lot to make... John Creese uh looked less like a douchebag, but nah, this guy this guy was evil, pure and simple. And of course his apprentice, the uh the gun for hire, Mike Barnes. Yep. Which I believe didn't he get him out of a magazine?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think he got it because he was at a karate competition, so he went and recruited him to come beat up Daniel. Just son. for this one, just for this one reason, tournament. Yeah. The All Valley Championship.
0: Which, I mean, if you've watched the Karate Kid movies and if you've watched Cobra Kai, and we'll get into it a little bit later, but the really cool thing about this is it, it really makes karate in itself look like small-town Texas football.
1: And how much did karate blow up after Karate Kid came out?
0: Oh, yeah. Like, I went
1: and took karate after Karate Kid because I was so obsessed as a kid. I took karate for two years because of that movie. I tried to take judo. I I sucked ass at it. Mine was a combination of kung fu and judo that I took, which I guess technically isn't karate. It sounds like Karate Kid 5. Right.
0: (laughs) Okay, so Karate Kid 3, Mike Barnes, Terry Silver. Uh, Then we got uh, Karate Kid. The next Karate Kid. The next Karate Kid. I was going to say Karate Kid 4, but it was the next next Karate 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 Kid Kid. with With Hillary Swank. Swank. Okay, so yeah, Hilary Swank starred in The Next Karate Kid in 1994. She had a couple of things under her belt at that point, but not a whole lot. Uh, So that was really her first breakout
1: role. Yeah, nothing really to speak of. Nothing to speak of. Just Buffy, and I guess she was in Harry and the Hendersons, the TV show? I didn't even know they made a TV show. I think it
0: lasted like one year. it (laughs) It wasn't great. But, so Hilary Swank's Karate Kid, now I hadn't watched that one for... Forever. So I watched that one uh, last night to brush up for coming over to speak with you because I know that there would be ties and things you'd want to talk to. So, and then uh,
1: we have the abomination.
0: The abomination that we dare not speak his name, but.
1: Okay, now I've got a question about this movie, though. So, sure. Does this movie exist in the Cobra Kai universe? That... Or is it a different <laughs> entity altogether?
0: I want to say that. And, of course, what we're talking about right now is is Jaden Smith and Jackie Chan's version of The Karate Kid that came out in 2010. Still called
1: The Karate Kid. Still
0: just called The Karate Kid, even though what they practiced was not karate. No. It was Um, kung fu. Right. And this is, actually, it's really important that this came along. And, And as maligned as that movie really is, it's great that it came along because it did renew interest in the original films. It did bring on Overbrook Entertainment, which is, of course, controlled by Will Smith, Jaden Smith's father, and everyone knows who Will Smith is. I don't even need to get into that with y'all; y'all know. And if you don't, shame on you. Take a trip to Bel Air.
1: <laughs>
0: but that renewed interest in the movie, and then, of course, the movie tanked. It wasn't great.
1: It wasn't. It wasn't great at all. It was. It was okay because it had karate in it. Ish. Ish. But yeah, I've I watched that movie once. I saw it in the theaters, and then I was not impressed. And then I watched it again when it came out on you know HBO or whatever. And I remembered why I didn't like it in the theater. And I haven't really watched that one again since. But I've seen the other four. Tons and tons and tons of, tons of times. <laughs> I want to say I've seen the
0: uh, the new Karate Kid, uh, the Jaden Smith Karate Kid. I want to say I've seen it like twice the same as you, and again same as you. I was just kind of not impressed. I couldn't I couldn't hold it up to uh, the original movies, and so I really don't think that it exists in the mind frame of the Cobra Kai connected universe as it is See, now. now. It's
1: been so long. Was Jackie Chan actually called Mr. Miyagi in that movie? Or no. Was... Okay.
0: No, he was called. Uh, Mr. Han, so we don't speak its name. No, what well, we kind of do fa- because other it's than the same fact name. that its name is the other <laughs> name. But uh, so Karate Kid in the, in in the whole mythos, the whole Karate Kid universe, I would say that uh, this new Karate Kid probably doesn't exist. So what we're left with is Karate Kid one, two. Three, and next karate kid so Possib- those four well I guess, movies, I guess
1: mr miyagi was mr miyagi mr. in miyagi that one so he tie. that definitely is part of that universe so they uh-huh. can't say that that movie didn't exist that's
0: true and, and the thing that we want to pay attention to is just because we haven't seen any overt links to next karate kid yet in cobra kai they're very faithful to the original source so we may see it coming up and we're going to discuss more about that coming up here in a bit when we talk about our own little conspiracy theories and everything we think is going on. So There's a couple of them. There might be one or two. One of the first few things that I like to do when I introduce a new guest to the show, I like to kind of get into into what makes them nerdy. What are you passionate about? What is it that fuels your fandom?
1: Oh man, I'm a I'm a video game nerd for sure. I'm super into racing games. I love racing games. I'm obsessed with Harry Potter. I know way more about Harry Potter than any person ever should. That's mm. for damn sure. And I'm also a giant. I'm also a giant car nerd. I drive a 2011 Shelby GT500. That's my my baby with about 800 horsepower. That's a fun little toy. Yeah. And I then I've got a I've got a track car. I've got a 2000 S4 with a V6 twin turbo pushing Jeez. about 550 600 horsepower. That's a fun little toy too. <laughs>
0: you're going to so, have to let me drive your uh, GT one of these days. Uh, yeah, definitely. I kind of want to drop the hammer and see what it do. So video games and movies and and, and things like that. You're kind yep. of a I know you're a Lego fan. I see a bunch of Legos. Oh yeah, I'm a Lego here.
1: Oh, and Mariners. Oh, and the Seattle
0: Mariners, yeah. For good or for bad?
1: Yep. Well, you mean for bad or for bad? Well, I was <laughs> trying to be nice. Longest playoff drought in all professional sports? Yeah, well, I mean...
0: Now I'm looking at all your video game consoles, and that's that's fun for me. I see a Super Nintendo. I see a PS2. I see the, the GameCube.
1: Yep, I got a PS3 over there. I've, I had a regular Nintendo, but my little sister stole it. <laughs> Them's fighting. I lords. got a PS4 downstairs.
0: Yeah, I got everything. I mean, I literally have everything, basically. I love it.
1: I just got the Logitech steering wheel so I can play my racing games with it. Oh, Lord. Can you slap that on Mario Kart? That'd be dope. Well, they don't make Mario Kart for the PS4. No, they don't. So, it wouldn't work. Plus, with the switch, you've got the little baby steering wheels. Yeah, I need
0: any kind of (laughs) advantage I can get because my wife and kids are so damn competitive. Like no other game in the history of video games, have I ever seen my wife get that intense? Well, have you played
1: the drinking version of Mario Kart? You might be better at it. Let's go. No, what is the? You don't know the rules about the drinking game. Okay, Mario Kart drinking game. Here we go. So you have to start the race with a full beer, as you do, right? You are, before you finish the race, you have to finish your beer, but you're only allowed to drink the beer while you're stopped. Oh shit. Yeah.
0: So you have to full stop.
1: So you have to stop the car and decide when you're going to drink. Now, if you go off the track while the little cloud dude's bringing you back on the track, you can, you can drink then,
0: but the
1: remote has to be out of your hands. The car has to be stopped for you to drink.
0: I have an advantage in this and i sure I, as many of you know, I'm in a band and uh, my guitar player, we all went out for, for, for food a few months ago uh, when COVID restrictions lifted for the first time. And uh, we went out to Red Robin and, and we all got beers because we were just happy to see each other. And uh, I was just super, super ready to get drinking on. I had a really rough weekend. So they brought the beer and they set them down. And uh, I know you've seen me do this before because I used to do it at shows all all the time with my other band. But... They set the beer down. I grabbed it, knocked it back, set it back down. And my guitar player turned his head and he goes, where'd your beer go? And I'm like, it's in me now. Get in my belly. <laughs> and no one's ever seen me drink that fast before. And it's like, so I can down a pint like nothing. So if that's the only rule as far as, I'll do that before we take off from the yep. starting line.
1: See, and now there, there's, another, there's another one you can do too. So you can go into battle mode. And And you have three shots. Every time you lose a balloon, (laughs) you got to take that shot.
0: I kind of like that idea better because that's more competitive. Yeah. But you got to be prepared to get trashed. You
1: know, it might be a better idea to do like shots of beer, you know, kind of like the, you know, 60 shots and 60 minutes of beer, you know, beer will eventually catch up to you, but then you can play longer. Because if you just did shots of like vodka or whiskey, yeah, you'd play like two games and be like, I'm done. As you puke on your TV screen and walk to the be- to the bedroom to go to sleep.
0: <laughs> You'll be dead.
1: Back to Cobra Kai. We are here to talk about Cobra Kai. See now this is where you need to edit in the the sound effect. Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai.
0: We are gonna talk about Cobra Kai, the new series. Well, relatively new series. New ish. Now, for those of y'all who don't know, Cobra Kai uh, was a series that was created by fledgling streaming company, yeah. YouTube
1: Red. Can we take a minute and talk about YouTube Red? They're gone now. Well, yeah. So the only thing they really had was Cobra Kai, right? They they had they other anything else?
0: They had some other stuff like YouTubers making content. Like they had a Rhett and Link show called Buddy System, uh, which was okay. Uh, it's weird to see Rhett and Link in a fictionalized version of themselves, the Good Mythical Morning crew. Uh, I do happen to watch Good Mythical Morning quite a lot, so I do enjoy that show. But it was weird seeing them taken out of context and try to make serialized versions of themselves so i mean as far as original content that youtube red came up with i think cobra kai was really their only uh contender as far as i really think cobra
1: kai suffered because it came out on youtube red possibly now here's where here's the cool thing about
0: it though cobra kai spent its first two seasons on youtube yes now, a lot of people were not keen to run out and shell out money to pay to YouTube to get to watch Or you could do what content. I did.
1: Pirate? No. Yo-ho. No. What? There was a free month subscription. That's what I did for the first series. <laughs> for the too. first
0: For the first season of Cobra Kai, I had, because they released everything at the same time. They yeah. didn't release yeah, it, it Yeah, It was just like Netflix. The whole season came out. Right. So me and my son were the only two that wanted to watch it at first. My wife wasn't into it at all. So I popped down for the uh, the free month. We sat and streamed all 10 episodes of it. Loved every single moment of it. Got rid of it.
1: Yep, I did the same thing. And then I paid the 6 bucks for one month to watch the second one. Yeah. And I binged it in two days, and then I canceled. Yeah, same, same. <laughs> so YouTube Red did get $6 from me.
0: <laughs> well, and I think that's probably all they got. Because... Uh, it it just did not hit as a provider, as a content provider. They didn't
1: they didn't have a lot. And you know, I think if Cobra Kai had come out on Netflix originally, they'd have a much wider audience. A much wider audience. But he see here's the cool thing. They announced,
0: uh, I want to say probably around February or March of this year, that uh, YouTube was selling the franchise off, and there was a lot of speculation that oh my god, it's gonna just it's gonna disappear, and it's such a great show, and they weren't sure who the contenders were. They boiled the contenders down to Hulu and Netflix. And let's be happy they chose Netflix. And Netflix just has the deepest fucking pockets. Yes. So they were able to shell out. Now, the cool thing is, is we don't have to wait for the results of that purchase. And because they immediately brought, and they just released it, not immediately, but they brought Netflix, uh, brought season one and season two onto their streaming service to stream in their entirety. Right away. I think it was like a month and a half ago they yeah. brought him back. Mm-hmm. And then they announced that season three, not only would there be a season three, but there would be a season four. And not only would there be a season three and season four, but season three was already done. Yeah. Didn't, it's so in you, the can. YouTube Red finished it, didn't yes. they, before they sold the finished franchise? It, finished it, It wasn't
1: edited yet. It was shot. It was in the can, but it wasn't done.
0: I think, I'm not sure how that exactly boiled down, yeah. but I know that... Netflix bought a finished product. Yes. Basically. So they brought they bought this product that had two seasons worth of show that had a really high buzz. And then they brought season three on. And season three is going to drop, like I said, on on January eighth. Uh so I'm really stoked on that. Again, I don't have to buy YouTube Red again because I mean I have Netflix. Everybody has Netflix. Everyone has Netflix. So I think the audience for that is. And I think we explode. just before we go any
1: farther, I think we need to say, anyone that hasn't watched Cobra Kai yet, if you liked the Karate Kid, even a little bit. Even a little. Even a little, you need to watch this show. It is funny. It's smart. The plot lines are absolutely incredible.
0: It's not written for children. It's drama.
1: Yeah. It's awesome fight scenes and it pays
0: 100 respect to the original oh man
1: and the music can Mm -hmm. we talk about the music for a second we will we will oh man all those 80s flashbacks (laughs) god it just makes you feel happy
0: and so what we're gonna do is now we're gonna take a quick short break we'll come back in a minute and we're gonna delve into the world of. and then we're gonna get into the
1: spoiler alerts oh yeah 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 definitely (laughs) stick around
0: Welcome back, everybody. Now, as we said prior, prior to the break, spoiler alert. Now, we've talked about spoiler moratoriums on this show before. What's good, what's bad, what's appropriate, what's inappropriate. You, season two has been out for over a year over now. A year. So you're, we're well past the spoiler alert territory. But if you haven't dived into uh, Cobra Kai as of yet, do it and then come back.
1: And if you're already mad we'll about our, here. if you're already mad about our Karate Kid spoilers from the movies from 1984 through 1994, get over yourself. You thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So, Karate Kid. The main characters from Karate Kid, the first Karate Kid. There were five of them. We have Daniel LaRusso, Mr. Miyagi, Johnny Lawrence, John Kreese, and Ali, the love interest. Mm-hmm. So now the main, uh, the main conflict, if you will, in a movie about karate, the main conflict in, in, in the first Karate Kid movie is Johnny and Allie had broken up. Daniel is new to town. He's this weird, awkward kid moving into town, doesn't know anybody. Allie and him become friends. Johnny sees Daniel as competition. I don't know why, but because Allie's paying more attention to him than to Johnny. And so Johnny and the rest of the Cobra Kai students from the Cobra Kai dojo, led by John Kreese, decide that it's time to pick on the new kid. And uh, to be fair, Daniel's kind of a dick. He did sucker punch Johnny in in the first
1: episode, but he or he in the did, first, but that was uh, after he got shoved down. Yeah, so. I mean he
0: was directly threatened. So, yeah, but it was kind of a sucker punch. But
1: when you when you watch the fan fiction rewrite of the of karate kid from Johnny's perspective. It's kinda interesting. I mean they got into it a little bit in Cobra Kai. Right. But they did a good one on it was on YouTube I think a couple years ago or someone did it. I'll a, have to look that up. Yeah, it was an interesting little And 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 edit.
0: that and that what's that's what brings Daniel to uh, Mr. Miyagi. Uh Mr. Miyagi of course teaches him the ways of Miyagi do karate and and of course we got Cobra Kai karate being very uh aggressive. Yes. Or strike, strike, first, strike first, strike hard, hard no, no mercy, mercy sir. Right. Um, and then Miyagi do karate is very, uh, passive, very judo, almost redirect and, and, and use your opponent's anger
1: only fighting as a last resort at all right. times,
0: which is ideally what karate is supposed to be in the first place. Mr.
1: Miyagi gets in a lot of fights.
0: No, Mr. Miyagi wins a lot. Of he fights. does win a lot of fights. He <laughs> don't start them. But, uh, the cool thing about karate kid is we get to see Daniel, uh, become this more self-confident, more uh, able to stand up for himself, uh, definitely more uh, adept with the ladies. Yes. Uh, with with Elizabeth Shue and Allie. And so, I mean, that was every, it was kind of like nerd wish fulfillment from back in the day. And again, like you said, mentioned earlier, that uh, karate kind of really took off after Karate oh, yeah. Kid. And the, the weird thing is, is, of course, Daniel LaRusso played by Ralph Macchio, Uh, Ralph Macchio was in his 20s when he recorded the first Karate Kid movie playing a 17-year-old. Almost
1: everybody in Cobra Kai is in their 20s playing 17-year-olds.
0: And uh, which, of course, well, William Zabka, who plays Johnny Lawrence, was 17. So it was a little bit weird for the two of them. So yeah, Mary Mauser plays Samantha LaRusso in Cobra Kai, and she's in the same situation. She's acting with some teenagers, but she's kind of like the older kid on the set, so... It's interesting that juxtaposition of the LaRusso family. But uh, so Karate Kid, you know, is this triumphant story of good over evil. We're very clearly meant to believe that Daniel LaRusso is the hero in the and story. Johnny Mr. Rawls Miyagi was
1: extremely evil.
0: Because uh, you know, sweep the leg. And, yeah. And, and, and I never got the fact that Johnny was evil. I got the fact that he was a dick. Yeah. And I got the fact that John Kreese was a dick.
1: Here on the street in
0: competition... A man confronts you. He's the enemy. An enemy deserves no mercy.
1: What is the problem, Mr. Lawrence? Oof.
0: And uh, so what that leaves us to is that brings us to uh, Karate Kid 2, which is one of my favorite things, is that it opens with no pause in between love the that. movies.
1: Not it, even no pause. They actually back up and go to the end of the last movie to start the next movie and roll right into it. It's right. Awesome. And so we get Johnny. It's like boom. back to the future.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we get johnny coming out uh or daniel and, and mr miyagi come out into the parking lot and we see a confrontation between crease and uh, johnny lawrence uh where johnny lawrence's trophy is taken and snapped in half crease throws it on the ground and like is like choking him out yep he physically attacks his student his teenage student to the point where miyagi has to intervene miyagi intervenes kicks the shit out of uh uh, John Creese without actually, he,
1: without really doing anything. He never touches him. It was all redirect. He never touches him. All right. he does is moves and makes him punch windows. Redirect, yeah. yeah. And
0: then uh repeats his mantra to him. Uh you know, show no mercy. Uh if a man lies before you he is your enemy. Enemy deserves no mercy and just <laughs> 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 Which I think I think if I were John Creese, I would have rather taken that punch to the face. Probably. Because in front of all of his students to be debased in such a comical manner. Well, it killed... He became a joke. He it becomes a joke. Dojo. It yeah. killed his dojo.
1: Yeah. It wasn't just losing the tournament. I think that was a big part of it, too. Well, I mean, it's fake, but you know. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: so, okay. And so, Karate Kid, so far, Karate Kid 2 doesn't really have many ties to the Cobra Kai world, which I'm nope. told is going to change in Season 3. Uh, but we'll get into that down the road here. Uh, and then, Karate Kid 3 brings us back to the valley... Uh, no real tie again, other than the fact that uh, he's yet. forced into another tournament. He becomes the champion of the tournament again, which they reference in Cobra Kai over and over. He's a two-time uh, All Valley World Champion. But so Karate Kid two and Karate Kid three really don't have any driving uh, connection to the program as of yet. Not yet, no. And and then of course neither does uh, the you, next Karate. You know, it's
1: funny that I I've, I've, I've thought about it the first time and the second time I watched it. There was one comment some somewhere through the show where. The um, Cobra or Danny LaRusso said at one point I was Cobra Kai and I'm sitting here racking my brain like when was he, when Cobra, the fuck Kai? Was he a Cobra Kai? The third movie, right? Because technically John, when he Silver. was working under Terry Silver, he yeah. was technically Cobra Kai then. Mm-hmm. But they didn't really, it wasn't really explicit that he had reopened the dojo and it was Cobra Kai
0: because he was like the only student. Yeah, point. he
1: was the only student. So it I was sitting there racking my brain for me like, wait, what? When? Oh, I guess they're counting that as he was a Cobra Kai, but I guess, I guess.
0: All right. So now we're gonna we're gonna skip past all the movies. We've already determined that two and three don't really feature in. Four doesn't feature in, and Lord knows the next, the new Karate Kid with Jackie Chan doesn't feature in yet. But uh, so that brings us to Cobra Kai, and yes. where we're left with Cobra Kai is we're in this exact. Same town,
1: yes, uh, and it's very similar apartment complex that Danny LaRusso was in as a kid,
0: right? Not the exact same
1: one, not but the exact at first. I thought it was right until they went to that one, later right? In the show. Which but was
0: for, a cool little, homage. yeah, it
1: was, it was. But from the season for a two. long time, I was I thought it was the same apartment complex, right?
0: So we're introduced, we're reintroduced to the character of Johnny Lawrence, yes. And as anyone who's ever met anybody or knows anybody who just tries to ride the coattails of the previous glory and high school football team or or whatever that may be whatever their past glory is uh, they're past it and so we have the character of Johnny Lawrence again played masterfully by William Zabka and he's down on his luck to the point where he lives in a ramshackle apartment minimal furnishings eating fried bologna oh man he eats without so much fried bread. bologna Without bread, just so much fried bologna. Yeah. And drinking, and of course, one of his, uh, the calling cards of his characters, is he's drinking uh, Coors, Banquet. Coors Banquet, which is, if anyone's ever drank Coors Banquet, don't. You know, I don't think I have. Not I've, had great. Break,
1: I've had Coors, I've had Coors Light, I don't think I've ever had Coors Banquet.
0: Now, I may get a lot of hate for this, but I've had it, and I don't care for it. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it, and it's meant to show us that this this character that is just down and out.
1: But he does drive a pretty bitching car,
0: <laughs> the Trans Am. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so we're introduced to him, and and he's you know working odd jobs, handyman jobs, and and he's basically
1: Mister Miyagi if you think about it. Kind of. He's yeah, but he's
0: very much stuck in the '80s. And as you mentioned previous, there was a lot of homage to the '80s, the the soundtrack, oh, man. the music that he plays in his car. The movies that he watches, he watches a lot of things like Iron, Iron Eagle. Eagle. Yeah. God, I love
1: that movie. <laughs> Fucking Lou Gossett Jr. Oh, that movie's fantastic. And, and so there's a lot of- And Iron of... Eagle too. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a,
0: And he's a technophobe.
1: Yeah. He,
0: he doesn't know what computers are. No, nope, he
1: can't use a cell phone. He doesn't
0: know what a cell phone is. Nope. Um, he's a Luddite. He's, he's just stuck in the 80s. Like, like literally if there was ever anyone stuck in the 80s. It'd be Johnny Lawrence.
1: Yeah, all everything he wears, his clothes, like mm-hmm. it's always old metallic. band, yeah, shirts old band and shirts and
0: flannel, and, yep. and 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 so we're brought into knowing that he was raised on money. His mom had married uh, his stepdad. His stepdad was well off.
1: Yeah, and he would, and. and he was there throughout high school and we don't know. I mean, that kind of gives a whole backstory to him that you didn't know about. Like his stepdad treated him like crap.
0: And see, that's the really cool thing about this show. And, and I've talked to people about this show before is that it, it gives us the opportunity to examine both sides of each character. Yes. Because there's never, it's never black and white with, with each character. No one's ever implicitly good. No one's ever implicitly bad. I mean, there's degrees of of gray in between, and so what Cobra Kai did successfully is give us a uh, sympathetic side to Johnny Lawrence, the bully from Karate Kid.
1: Which, if they didn't do it, the the show wouldn't have worked. No, and they and did it so masterfully,
0: right? And, and and it also we were reintroduced to the character of Daniel Larusso, who is now a successful auto dealer, owns a string of of high end automobiles uh, dealerships, and married. Two kids, living the high life, fancy house, fancy cars, everything. And so whereas Johnny went from having everything to having nothing, we see Danny's gone from having nothing to having everything. So we get this juxtaposition, this play with both of the characters. Whereas we see a more sympathetic side to Johnny Lawrence, sort of. Sort of. We also see a bit of a antagonistic side to Daniel Russo, sort of. And I qualify both of those with a sort of because this show, one of the things that this show, Cobra Kai, does is it weaves us back and forth with each of the characters in a way that we feel for them. Nah, they're terrible. Yep. No, we feel for them. Nah, they're terrible. I mean, we've gotten glimpses of that in other shows. Game of Thrones, I was thinking about today uh, with Jamie Lannister. The things I do for love. Starts off as an utterly repugnant person because he went from acting like a, sto- a spoiled, stuck up Pratt to getting beat down so hard that he had to climb his way back up and he became a different character. Yeah. And so we're kind of left with that with uh, every, I want to say every character through Karate Kid uh, into uh, Cobra Kai goes through the same kind of uh, cyclical arc. Now we're introduced to Johnny, we're introduced to Daniel. We get to see a little bit of Johnny's life with his stepfather because his stepfather factors in a little bit. A little bit. Kind of a dick. We see not w- kind of. He's- we see where Johnny kind of gets that rebellious streak from.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And then uh, we're introduced to um, Miguel. Miguel his uh, and I can't pronounce this actor's name. I'm going to say Jolo? No, I. Marduena. Idea.
1: God, his picture on IMDb looks like baby Jason Momoa. <laughs> he does. He's really. He's
0: got that the beginning of the facial hair. Yeah. He's getting that swarthy look to him as he's going You have to shave that older. back off
1: for next season,
0: <laughs> right? And so we're introduced to Miguel, and Miguel is very much like Daniel Larusso was. Oh, at like the of, at the beginning of Karate Kid. Yeah, and he's a very positive young man, but he's very beaten on. Yeah, the school bullies all decide that he's the target, um, and. Uh, He's very picked on, very abused. And so we see where he wants to to change that. And we're not going to go every plot detail, but he meets up with Johnny, convinces Johnny to become his sensei in in the Cobra Kai dojo. Johnny decides the best way to get his life back on track after he gets fired from his handyman job is he's going to rebuild the Cobra Kai
1: brand. And the way they ended up doing it was his stepdad decided to buy him out of his life Uh because his mom has passed away. So Stepdad doesn't want anything left to do with him. Doesn't want anything left to do with him. So he gives him the... We don't know how much money, but he gives him a...
0: However much on that check. He gives him a check.
1: Which is enough for him to rent a place, remodel it, revamp it. Right. Have a new dojo.
0: Right. So there's a new strip mall Cobra Kai dojo. And so he takes on Miguel as his only student. And we see the same promise that we see in Miguel, we see in 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 Danny back in the day. Is we see a lot of earnestness, a lot of heart.
1: So we we kind of see what might have happened if Danny Larusso had gone to Cobra Kai instead.
0: Maybe, and, and I think that that's going to come into play as well. Yes,
1: because and so. then
0: so like I said, we're not going to touch on every single plot point; we'd be here all day, which I'm happy to do. <laughs> but in the interest of brevity. Uh, So Miguel becomes a student. Miguel starts learning, starts adapting to Johnny's way of teaching, which is, of course, very, again, trapped in the 80s. Starts adapting to Johnny's music to kind of bridge the
1: gap between master and student. Starts to bring him into technology to really help promote the dojo. Miguel brings him
0: into like websites and Mm -hmm. Facebook. And
1: And an actual cell phone. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) And then uh, we get to see... uh, Daniel LaRusso's reaction to a now reformed Cobra Kai dojo. And it's very instinctual. Yes. It's very visceral. It's very gut-wrenching to see that anxiety driven by years of being tormented by these people who wear these colors come back to the surface of this otherwise successful person. You know, he's got the world on a string at this point,
1: And just seeing the Cobra Kai banner. That was really only in his life for two years, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, in the first movie, there was Cobra Kai, and that was a year, right? Mm-hmm. And then he went to Okinawa and came back, and that was a whole other year to the next tournament. Well, Cobra Kai was gone after the first movie. And the only reason Cobra Kai was still there was because they took him on as a student. So really, this is only a year of his life that he really had to deal with Cobra Kai.
0: Right, which is anyone who's ever gotten bullied in high school like I have.
1: Oh, I, me I too. mean,
0: it's just, you get the PTSD. Yep. I get yep. it. So he, we get to see, and that's when we really start to see the heel turn on Daniel, because and heel turn for those of you who don't know that's a wrestling terminology that means a character who can go from being a good guy to a bad guy. Oh, yeah, in this a, show, I'm, I'm a wrestling nerd too. This sh- <laughs> <laughs> this show masterfully handles heel turns. Yes, because we get to see super successful, super you know upbeat Daniel and his PTSD kick in, his anxiety kick in, seeing the Cobra Kai logo and banner again and then we see the wheels start turning where the rivalry just immediately explodes and Johnny's brought to Daniel uh through uh the coincidental actions of uh, Daniel's daughter and her friends. Yes. Um, has to bring his car. His car gets towed. His, his car, gets, his car wrecked. gets
1: hit, and then the wrecker comes and picks it up, and he doesn't tell him where he's taking it to. He just goes, here's where it's at, and hands him a, and, a card. And of course, and he takes LaRusso it to LaRusso Auto.
0: Auto. Yeah. Car gets towed to LaRusso. LaRusso fixes it for free, which of course pisses Johnny off even more, but he realizes he has to take it because he's fucking broke. Yep. So, okay. So now our characters are floating in the same orbit again. Uh, And then Danny sees the Cobra Kai, you know, dojo and it
1: triggers him. And he wants to get back into karate again because of it. Right.
0: Johnny sees the uh, LaRusso automotive banners all over the place saying or the billboards all over the place showing him, you know, Daniel and how big a success he is after his his victory in the tournament. You
1: know, of course, that's all he sees. So, of course, he has to draw a dick in his mouth
0: dick in his mouth the biggest goddamn dick <laughs> their rivalry really restarts there and then of course we get to see daniel take his revenge by going to the landlord of the strip mall and offering to buy it the just landlord, to up the rent landlord doesn't want to sell it ups the rent no which screws It's not that Johnny. He didn't
1: want to sell it it's that as soon as someone wanted to buy it
0: <laughs> well and i truly think daniel had no interest in buying the land He would never have bought it. But all he wanted to do is plant that bug in his ear.
1: I think, though, if he did want to sell it, he would have bought it just to kick him out. But
0: at the same time, even though he didn't want
1: to sell it, I mean, since he put that in his head, he got the So it was a win-win for him when he went to do that. Either he was going to get the rents raised on him or he was going to get to kick him out.
0: Right. But what he didn't factor in and what's brought to our attention in the show is he didn't factor in all the other tenants in that strip mall. Now got screwed. Yes. Because of his petty rivalry with his old karate nemesis.
1: You know, as much as I would love to watch you and your childhood karate rival duke it out, I kind of don't want to get any blood on the patio.
0: It takes Amanda, LaRusso's wife, to remind Danny and Johnny how petty they're being, how stupid they're being. And, of course, we're focusing mainly on the main characters of Daniel and and Johnny. But this show really focuses a lot around uh, the new generation. It's a lot about Uh, Miguel. Miguel. and his friends, Dimitri and Eli.
1: Yep. And then it focuses. Hawk, come on. Let's call him Hawk.
0: He's not Hawk yet. <laughs> he's not Hawk yet.
1: Okay, he's not Hawk yet.
0: <laughs> um, for the, We're, we're kind of jumping ship all over the place here. But Miguel is friends with two of these nerdy kids at school. One of them is Dimitri, who's this little uh, wallflower, kind of a, a pansy, kind of a. But loves to
1: pop off. Yeah. He's got a mouth he's, on him. He's
0: got a mouth that his ass can't cash oh, those checks. not even close. No. And uh, so, but he's got Eli, his friend Eli has a hair lip, a surgery scar from a hair lip. And so he's really uh, self-conscious and aware of that scar. And so uh, when Miguel finally gets the nerve up and kicks the piss out of the bully who's been harassing him at school. And they get it on video. And of course they YouTube that shit. Mm-hmm put one of those hash browns at
1: the end, you know, like hash brown team Cobra Kai or something.
0: And then send it to the Internet. And so that goes out on YouTube, making Cobra Kai famous. So all the kids want to learn where he learned. And then it makes Miguel popular. So he gets a date with Samantha LaRusso, which we're not sure we're not supposed to know in that little kid's circle that she's the daughter of his sensei's nemesis. That doesn't come to play late until later. So we get characters like Dimitri and Eli and uh, Aisha, who's one of Samantha's friends, come in. And they really are looking to to do the same thing Miguel did, get more confidence, get the power to take control of their own destiny through ass kickery. And uh, so they all become Cobra Kai students. And at
1: the start, too, Samantha's kind of in that mean girl clique.
0: She is She hangs out with the two popular kids But she's kind of on the outs with them uh, initially Because she doesn't take it to that extent She doesn't want to be a dick like them
1: They want her to condone her friend Aisha Right Because Aisha's not kind of a dork Aisha's a dork
0: Right, but their torment of Aisha uh, Social media torment of Aisha
1: These kids create fake accounts And they tell me things like I'm ugly And that I should kill myself God,
0: what a bunch of pussies! Uh, really leads Samantha to distance herself from those two people, yes. And so we see Samantha fall for Miguel.
1: Well, it's all what else also distanced her even more was she was going on a date with the popular boy Mm -hmm. that she didn't really want anything to do with and turned him away. Mm -hmm. And then, remember, they they the start rumor spreading started rumors started and they about her the rumor about her that she did a little something something in the movie theater
0: right we really get to see the characters take a full shift there Miguel goes from being a nerd with no skills and no ability to stand up for himself to the other end of that we get to see people like uh,
1: Eli. Oh, that's one of the best parts of the whole show, I swear. You want to talk about
0: a heel turn. Oh, man. Eli goes from being this little dormouse who wants to hide in his sweater half the time because you, of this you can't scar. can't talk. He stammers, and, and, and he's just so beaten down because of this torment he gets because of his physical deformity. And then you see him join Cobra Kai, and he just bodies that message immediately.
1: Immediately. I wish they would have built his character a little more through that. They, they we're gonna switched get, that flip. We're going to get a flipped lot more of that switch <laughs> pretty quick.
0: We're going to get a lot more of his story in season three. Um, but uh, we get to see him become more confident and more confident. Of course, the directors and the writers uh, kind of stripped away. The scar a little bit as you go as he gains more confidence the scar shows less and less
1: yeah it fades a lot because in, yeah. in the first episode it was pretty dark
0: yeah but the, and they they said that was a stylistic choice to show that he is not ruled by it anymore so we get to see these characters go from being wallflowers to badass and the journey as that Johnny they as Johnny Lawrence would say as Johnny Lawrence <laughs> would say. And uh, so we're going to take another quick short break. We come back. We're going to continue talking about Cobra Kai. Stick around. Welcome back. Okay, so we're talking about uh, Cobra Kai. And and I want to go ahead and I'm going to glaze over some of this really, really quickly because there's a lot of stuff we want to talk about and not a whole lot more time to do it. So uh, Cobra Kai Season 1 gives us the rise of... Of Johnny Lawrence's new Cobra Kai and the rise of Miguel as his star student. It
1: also gives us the We haven't even talked about Johnny's son yet. Right.
0: It gives us Johnny's son, who Johnny has not really been a part of his life. Johnny's like been a deadbeat dad. All. Yeah. And his son Robbie is a loser. He's an absolute loser. He's a is a criminal.
1: Yeah, more a juvenile delinquent than a loser. But a I criminal guess I would be a loser. Right. Yeah, he's he, he hangs out with the wrong crowd.
0: Tanner Buchanan plays uh, Robbie Keane. Uh, his mom is not in the scene. His mom is off trying to bang the next guy who's going to support her through whatever she needs. And,
1: and she's a drug addict and an alcoholic.
0: Right. So Robbie's left to his own devices, which are of course, criminal devices at this point. He's a thief. He's a, a hoodlum.
1: He's basically living by himself at Sixteen right. years old. I'm assuming that I think
0: they're like right, sixteen, seventeen, sophomore
1: yeah. juniors somewhere
0: in there. And so he decides to take a job once he realizes his dad is mentoring this other kid and not trying to be a part of his life. Really, he gets all salty about it and wants to take revenge in whatever small way he can. So he gets a job at Larusso Automotive,
1: but doesn't tell Danny. But
0: doesn't tell Danny who he really is either, because yep. of course his last name's Keen and not Lawrence.
1: Even so, if it was Lawrence, I don't think it would really matter. Yeah, no. Because is he really going to look at that kid and go, wait, are you? Nah. I mean, there's so many Lawrences. So they didn't really, really have to do the different last name. But, but I think that's
0: probably why they did it. Yeah. But uh, so he ingratiates himself into the LaRusso side of things. At first, as a as a willing participant in trying to do you know, mayhem wish they against him. I kept
1: that secret a little longer. Yeah. That, like, like if, the, if that was, like, the big, at the end of that, like, Somehow they never cross paths the whole time, knowing that each other's and like at the all Valley tournament, he comes out and Danny LaRusso is helping him, you know, like,
0: yeah, that would have been really, yeah. But, but Danny LaRusso takes an interest in this kid who he sees is kind of, you know, rough around the edges and wants to kind of help shape him. And Danny's getting back into his karate at that point. And so he opens his little one man Miyagi-Do dojo back at the house again. That yard is so gorgeous. I know. And so he starts training, uh, Robbie, to be his new Danielson. son,
1: he has to paint the fence. Paint the fence, he wax, has wax to the, stand car. the floor.
0: Wax on, and wax uh, on of course, and you, have, off.
1: you have to wax off. Yes, always have to wax off.
0: <laughs> but uh, so Robbie becomes, we get to see, and again, it's a reverse heel turn for Robbie because we get to see him go from being this hoodlum, this criminal, mm-hmm. to taking shit a little more seriously. And, and, and not
1: only does he end up being a student, but he ends up living with. The Larusos, because his mom's such a deadbeat, she doesn't pay the rent. No,
0: she goes off to Mexico yeah. with some catch of the day, and yep. yeah, ends up the power gets shut off, and yep,
1: and he's got to live somewhere. So,
0: and of course, uh Sam sees kind of uh, where Miguel is headed, sees the kind of it's down not, downward like, shift. You in really
1: Miguel. see a switch in Miguel too. Yeah,
0: he starts embodying that you know Cobra Kai lifestyle. And she starts getting pissy about it, and so they break up. But Uh, they
1: really like each other.
0: They do. And he's really over the moon with her. Yep. But uh, so they break up, and then, of course, Robbie and Samantha kind of start showing the teenage interest and... You know, being around each other all the time, they start flexing a little bit of uh, flirtation between each other. And
1: and Robbie first tries to say no because he doesn't want to ruin what's going on because he's in a good place. But we all know that's just a bunch of BS. And eventually yeah, it's going to... Just trying to suck up to the boss. Pretty much.
0: But... Uh, so by the end of season one, we see uh, Robbie being sponsored by Maga- Miyagi-Do in... Oh, not even really. No, he wa- he, he wasn't. He, 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 he wasn't
1: because he didn't even know he was going to be in it. He just showed up.
0: The episode before the final episode of season one uh Robbie is found out as a as a Lawrence. Yes. And Daniel doesn't take it very well. So Daniel kicks him out and you know all the progress Robbie's been trying to make, he gets tossed to the curb. And so Robbie shows up to the All Valley unaffiliated, unaffiliated no dojo. Yep. But he's still planning on fighting and then of course, we've got the rebuilt, revamped Cobra Kai coming in with like six different students, Aisha and Hawk and, oh, and one of and the best jokes of Miguel the entire and... show
1: is in that episode. Which one? So, Robbie's back in the back hurt in the locker room. Oh, the <laughs> and... clap. <laughs> and Daniel comes over to heal him or to to help him out and he goes, "I can totally heal you." And he does the clap like Mr. Miyagi. Medic. Is there a medic? Medic. medic. <laughs>
0: Which is great, yeah. There's so many amazing nods and, and so many wonderful tossbacks to the originals. It's great. And so season one ends with uh, Miguel, Cobra Kai, winning yep. the All-Valley Tournament. He's super so stoked.
1: Again, this is, this is again, a look at what would have happened if Daniel LaRusso had originally gone to Cobra
0: Kai. Right, because Miguel's a little more, more aggressive. And a now we're more... seeing what would have
1: happened if Cobra Kai had won the All-Valley Tournament against daniel larusso i agree i agree so this is an like the alternate universe almost right. a, a, a
0: wonderful juxtaposition and, and and heel turn i hate to keep using the term heel turn because i keep using it all the time but there's nothing better to say for it. it is an absolute heel turn and so we're brought into season two.
1: Oh, before we go into season two though at the end of season one the
0: return the
1: return of john crease who
0: was thought dead even by twice. johnny
1: twice even- he was thought dead,
0: and they did. They played that so well. The pan up, oh man! The cigar lighting like, up. I
1: knew what it was gonna be, but it's still just glorious
0: chills, chills, and, and because he's so good at playing menacing,
1: and he looks the same. How does that dude not age? He does. Uh, I mean, a little, but it's like it's like some. Uh, he's got good plastic. It's like surgeons. some John Stamos stuff. John Stamos.
0: <laughs> the only thing aging about John Stamos is his hair. <laughs> but uh and of course we're talking about uh john crease who's played expertly by martin cove and i've heard martin cove in podcast interviews he's the nicest guy oh yeah i know i've heard he's him he's such Throller. a sweetheart
1: oh man he's yeah such a nice he's got so many cool stories too he's oh a yeah fun dude to listen. he's been in a lot more movies than people realize right
0: a lot of old war movies, mm-hmm. a lot of westerns, yeah, and things like that. But so he brings. Wasn't this... the
1: picture in Karate Kid actually a picture from him on a set of another movie? Oh, I bet it was. I'm pretty sure. I... That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be awesome.
0: But so we have the return of of Martin Cove as John Creese, and it's amazing because that cliffhanger had to last for a year and a half while we waited was enough for of a season two to
1: definitely get a season two. Uh-huh. Like the creators of that show were genius because there's no way you end a season with John Creese showing up and just going, we're done. No, no. <laughs> Check, please. Yeah.
0: But so season two brings us the return of John Kreese. And John Creese plays himself as the down and out. Kind of trying to get back in, back in the game. He gets to see a taste of Johnny Lawrence's newer, more evolved Cobra Kai.
1: He does not like
0: does not take to it. No. Not a fan. Not a fan. No. But uh we he was get not to see
1: his fandom in that dojo. <laughs> oh he I said did the it. name. He did it. <laughs> he said it. He said it.
0: <laughs> so John Kreese is back. He takes a look at the new Cobra Kai, not feeling it. But we get to see uh post victory Cobra Kai and what that's really gonna entail. We get to see Robbie Keane healing. Uh, and becoming more enveloped in the in the Miyagi-Do side of things. And we really get to see this rivalry heat up. Because now it's not just Robbie. But it's Robbie and Samantha. And we get to see Miguel uh, longing for his relationship with Samantha. That he can't have. But now we get introduced to bad girl Tori. And she comes in and she's... A no-nonsense ass-kicker. We do
1: not know enough about Tori. We
0: don't. We'll get to that. Yes. But we get to see Tori come in and just perfectly fit the exact mold of what a Cobra Kai should be. Ruthless. So, uh, and then the second season focuses on, you know, Robbie becoming more... Attuned with the the Miyagi-Do way of thinking. And And, and, Miyagi-Do
1: being more than just Robbie and Samantha. Now they're trying to turn it into an actual dojo. Because
0: they take a lot of the cast-offs of Cobra Kai. Because Cobra Kai's method uh, gains
1: loyalty. But it turns a lot of people away.
0: Because they can't hack it in that kind of vicious environment. Yes. So we have a lot of the cast-offs of uh, the Cobra Kai dojo coming to Miyagi-Do. Which really... Heightens the rivalry between the two dojos.
1: And that fence must have a lot of coats of paint on it by now.
0: Everybody got to paint that fence. Right? Everybody. We get a bigger dojo for both crews. We get uh, the interplay between Johnny and uh, Kreese. Because Kreese is slowly but surely trying to worm his way back into the dojo. Take harder and harder control over uh, the Cobra
1: Kai's. And they even try and give John Kreese a little bit of a face turn, but they pull it back real quick. And they pull it back well. But they pull it back quick.
0: Yeah. So we're supposed to be sympathetic for him, and Johnny falls for it. we find
1: out he's homeless, and he's in a homeless shelter, basically. Right. Was it a homeless shelter? Was it a mental? A veteran's shelter. It's a veteran's shelter. Okay.
0: Uh, And so we find out that he's been playing up his involvement in in special forces and everything like that to try and
1: and we find out that be more badass than he is yeah we also hear a lot of the stuff about his special forces might all be a bunch of lies too
0: so uh, we see john crease working his way back into cobra kai and then of course um again if this is a spoiler but if you haven't watched it by now jesus christ get off the ladder get on it
1: but You should have stopped at our first break and, right. went and watched it and then started the and podcast. And then come program. back. I mean, it's only... It's 10, ten it's, episodes. It's, ten, it, well, it's 20 episodes at half an hour apiece. So we're talking 10 hours. Right. I mean, come on. You can binge it in a day.
0: Right. Be motivated. Be an, like the best day ever. Best day
1: ever. Best day ever. But,
0: okay, so we're left at the end of season two. We're going to jump ahead. The, the rivalry is in such full swing.
1: And Samantha and... Robbie. Uh, no, I'm talking about Samantha oh. and uh, Miguel... Right, there's definitely still a connection there, and but Miguel is dating Tori,
0: and of course and Samantha's jealousy, kind of flirting around with with Robbie ensues and
1: Sue's, yeah. and Samantha's mad at Tori, and it becomes this, it a bunch of fights, this
0: and, big drunken party where everybody gets against everybody, and you know there's a big confrontation between Dimitri, who's now a, a reluctant Miyagi Do student, and his former best friend Eli, who is now slug.
1: Hawk with uh, the Cobra Kai. Slowly but surely learning, but man does he but talk a lot of shit. He can't back up yet again. So much yang that kid,
0: yeah. And, and in fact, he gets on the mic. He's kind of one party. of the reasons
1: why everything got so bad at the end of that season. If he could, because he can't shut, shut the hell his up. Mouth, yeah, he can't he, shut the hell up. He brought that conflict to both dojos, I think.
0: And so we have the beginning of the school year, Um
1: first day of school.
0: Robbie's against Miguel. Corey's against Samantha. Samantha. Samantha's against Robbie. Hawk is against Dimitri. And then there's we can't two. even call him Eli anymore. Yeah, he's Dimitri he's Hawk. and Hawk.
1: Yeah. And then my, my favorite part in that in that final fight was the two little dudes that are in each two still shows. just <laughs> kicking each other's ass. And the the security guard that comes and just picks one of them up under one arm, puts the other one over his shoulder, and just starts walking away.
0: And then there's this this real ragamuffin character who's just this sap that Johnny ran into at like a Home Depot. Yep. And his well, name he had is, to get uh, a
1: new he had to get a new piece of window because him and John Creese got in a fight and broke the broke the mirror. Right. In the dojo.
0: And so this this guy is uh, in the interest of trying to be badass like Hawk. <laughs> uh, Eli's turned into Hawk. <laughs> he's he, well he's called Hawk because he has a mohawk. And the, the, tattoo, of and the tattoo of a hawk the tattoo of a hawk
1: with a mohawk right and then we have stingray a... decides to braid his beard and, beca- and becomes and he's stingray. this stingray he's
0: this schlubby little well we have to say to, he's
1: he's not a teenager he's a
0: he's like 30 he's like 30 yeah and
1: he's hanging out with
0: kids. and so he's kind of creepy at the beginning of the final scene in uh in cobra kai season 2 he's at the school applying for <laughs> Uh, a position as security and at this school, out. and as the fight breaks out, the entire There's Cobra a Kai dude do-
1: <laughs> kicking the shit out of little kids. <laughs> well, I guess they're not little kids; they're in high school, but he is kicking the crap out of them. It is fantastic.
0: Yeah, and no repercussions. I want to see him thrown in jail for season three. He did not re- Right, and so we're to, what we're going to do for the last little bit of this show is I really want to get into the fact, one of the things, and if this is kind of my driving motivation to have you guys watch this show, because this show, we've been talking about it the whole time, the way they interweave these heel turns and the way they interweave this likability with each of these characters is something I've not seen in a very long time. And so let me tell you, we get Miguel. Miguel's kind of a pussy. Yep becomes a bad self-confident mm-hmm. more aware more conscious but a goes badass too
1: far. since when do you care about the rules
0: but takes it too far
1: takes it too far
0: and loses the love of his life at but that then, point but
1: then he's i think the john crease influence had the opposite influence on him of on one, him of, yeah on, you know, he sees what happens if he does keep going down that horrible road. And he, I think he
0: sees and and, and and understands a bit more about what happened to to Johnny himself. Yes. And so then we have, like, we're going to go through the Cobra Kai's first. Then we have uh, Aisha, who is this picked on, uh, who's kind of a bigger girl, mm-hmm. takes a lot of shit from the popular kids. And uh, she becomes more... She becomes more confident, more self-aware, more badass, same thing, and she doesn't take being a secondary friend to Samantha anymore. She doesn't take being picked on by the rich kids anymore, and she fucked up that. What was that? Oh, that was
1: when she gave her the front wedgie. The front wedgie. <laughs> the like Fredgie. You
0: feel that. You oh. feel that.
1: Oh, you almost, you hear it rip. It's visceral. <laughs> yeah.
0: And so, and in fact, she helps create the commercial for Cobra Kai that gets the the students involved. We've got uh, Hawk, Eli. He's a great character. He starts off as his little picked on kid, uh, tears in his eyes almost perpetually because he knows he's being made fun of. Can't even talk straight. Stammers when he talks. And then we see him just dive into this Cobra Kai mantra, this pool, this ethos. I've called you names.
1: I've humiliated you. Some of you I've hit. And for that, I don't apologize.
0: And we see him cut his hair into a mohawk. He's like 17 years old, but he gets this great big Wingspan, shoulder tattoo, to shoulder, yeah, of this hawk with a mohawk, which is very meta, uh, to show how badass he is. Uh, and so those are our core Cobra Kai members. We see them undergo this, and what we see through them is under the heel to take no shit, badass. Now on the other side of things. Miyagi-Do Season 1 is really only one kid, but we're going to kind of expand it to Season 2 as well. We see Robbie Keane become more aware, more gentle, more thoughtful, more present, and less angry. We see him go from being this unrepentant, drug-using, thieving hoodlum into being this thoughtful and uh, charismatic character. Uh, who just happens to be related to Johnny Lawrence. Season 2 brings us uh, a lot of the cast-off characters from the Cobra Kai Dojo, but more or less the biggest one we see is the building relationship with Samantha. Samantha becoming more and more involved back into Miyagi-Do Karate and more involved with Robbie Keane. And we see uh, Dimitri go from being this picked-on kid to less... I mean, he's still not badass. I would never qualify Dimitri as being badass. No. But at the end, he does get in a few licks. Yeah. Which is satisfying. Like, if you watch that final fight sequence, it's super satisfying to watch him, like, deflect Finally get it. and hit. Finally get it. Right. And it's just like, oh, shit. He got it. <laughs> and so now, this last sequence. I, I in,
1: love, I love, in Dimitri, too. I love the part where. He goes to Miyagi-Do for the first time, and he just completely blows up what the plan is just from the get. Yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> he's like, no, no, but remember, he's, he's like, so what? This is just supposed to help me develop muscle memory so I can learn later how the moves work. He just totally blows up exactly what... It's like he read trick. the cliff notes. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I've seen this movie before, man.
0: <laughs> Wasn't this is a movie in the 80s? Right? <laughs> yeah, so we see Dimitri become less picked on and a little more self-assured, a little more able to take care of himself but not a whole lot the last scene of cobra kai in season two Ugh. this fight scene is unlike anything i've uh, seen the fight in scene a is long like 20 time minutes long. 20 it's, it's like, a whole episode
1: the, i think the, the episode's like 37 minutes long <laughs> and it's like 20 minutes of it is that final fight scene and the fight scene's fantastic
0: the whole episode is basically focused around this giant brawl between Cobra Kai and Miyagi Do in the school. And we have a lot of Robbie versus Miguel, you know, the two little kids against each the other. Best. Fucking Eli
1: Stingray coming out beating the crap out of guys.
0: Which he should go to fucking jail for. Right. He should really go to. <laughs>
1: that was a thirty-year-old man a assaulting miners. Definitely assaulting a minor. Right. not just a minor. That was assaulting like thirty minors. And let's not th-
0: uh, let's not forget there's a scene where that one kid who's in Cobra Kai picks up and body slams one of the teachers. <laughs> <laughs> Who tries to intervene?
1: Kicks the shit out of him. He's the, going to jail. And the teachers are just like, I love the teachers that run out of the classroom to see what's going on and just go, Nope.
0: And so uh, the fight culminates, you know, the fight between uh, uh, Dimitri and Hawk kind of ends with Dimitri being able to stand up for himself a little.
1: Throws him into the ca- the glass case. And, right, which, which yeah. blows
0: Hawk out of the water because yep. he wasn't expecting it. We get the resolution between uh, Samantha and Tori. Uh, Samantha finally is able to like ninja kick Tori over a fucking balcony uh, stairwell uh, after Tori cheats and tries to like use a uh, like Wolverine type claws was on a, her. It was a yeah. bracelet. It was a, a spiked studded, bracelet. A studded bracelet. Yeah, and, and scratches the ever loving piss out of Tori yep. or out of Samantha, mm-hmm. and uh, so that fight kind of resolves. And so what we're left with is the fight between Robbie and uh, Miguel, and Miguel is at one point. St- Trying to de-escalate it.
1: Because not trying. Not just trying. He stopped. He stopped and said, I'm sorry.
0: But Robbie was so, so in his mad. own shit. Like, he he just went... He reverted. Yep. And he was so in his own well, shit. because he
1: was so mad because he heard about Miguel Kissing, kissing Samantha. Samantha, yeah. So he was out of his mind.
0: And kicked Miguel... Over, over the a railing, balcony railing,
1: onto another railing down below. That we don't know exactly what happened, but it's a broken back or a broken neck or something. Because it's bad. He's in the hospital. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Like and real bad. And
0: that's where season two leaves us. And, and you want to talk a get the
1: teaser. a hell
0: of a fucking cliffhanger. Holy oh. shit! We see Johnny. His son's on the run now, because manslaughter maybe we don't know yeah because
1: we don't we don't know if he's alive or dead right at this point I mean, he just it, runs from what we saw like that should have killed somebody that's a bad hit that should kill somebody yeah so you don't land back first on a railing like that from a story above and just walk away and go yep i'm dead
0: that's hollywood where he's <laughs> gonna get up but um johnny is destroyed absolutely destroyed uh goes back to his dojo uh, and Whoa. hears noises in the back of the dojo. And he goes into the back, and there's John Kreese
1: taking and control of his he's students. He's coaching all the kids that have gone down that path too far.
0: Uh, right. And so we're left with season three coming up. And the teaser for season three is, <sighs> what happened to Johnny? The last thing we see of Johnny is he throws his phone at the beach and gets rid of it because he's so frustrated. As he throws his phone away, we get a taste of what's yes. coming for season three because... He gets an alert on his phone that he doesn't have anymore and it's fucking Allie. Yeah. Season 3 trailer teaser didn't show us much of anything. It did. Well, it showed sh- us... We
1: saw Robbie Keane in an orange in, jumpsuit.
0: Right, he's in juvie. He's in juvie. We see... Uh,
1: Miguel on a bed with... In, his in eyes one of those, pop open. His eyes pop open. He's one of those those head bracket things that holds your head still because you got a broken neck. Right,
0: and at the end of it... All I see is you hear a heartbeat, and you hear Cobra Kai never die, and then you see Miguel's eyes pop open, and that's it. That's all we got. All we got. And I'm so excited, and season three is going to bring Daniel back to Okinawa.
1: Yes, we've seen... We know that the production crew took a trip there. Mm -hmm. We saw scenes of it in... Just a quick scene of it in that teaser. And
0: I think they're teasing Chozen.
1: So we know he's going back to Okinawa and it looks like, yeah, they're going to do something with Chozen. Oh, I would love that. Yes.
0: I would like to see Chosen take a heel turn too because he was such a dick. I would love to see him maybe have embraced a little bit of Sato's change and a little bit of Miyagi's change and maybe become a little more self-aware. Yeah. How cool would that be? Mm-hmm. Like maybe still a bit of a roguish prick. What we're left with for season three, going into season three, is the fate of Miguel. Yep. What's going to happen with him? We know he's not dead, but what is his recovery? And how is he going like? to feel
1: about Cobra Kai when he wakes up? And how is he going to feel about Johnny? And we already know how his mom feels about Cobra Kai.
0: We already know how his mom feels about Johnny. Yes. Very angry.
1: Very angry. Uh,
0: what are we going to see as regards to Robbie Keane? I think what we're <laughs> going to what we're going to see with Robbie is I think he's going he's on the outs with. Uh, with LaRusso. He's on the outs with his father. He's got to find a bridge back into one of those communities. And this is just me thinking, spitballing idly. I think he's going to make his way over to his father. And I think he's going to be the bridge between Johnny and Daniel at this point. Because as we know, Johnny doesn't have an affiliation with Cobra Kai anymore. At the beginning of season three. correct. Johnny is unaffiliated now, like Robbie was at the first All-Valley so I think we're going to see and we also a really saw, big turn for Johnny in season two. And we
1: also saw Johnny and Danny actually getting along right. really well, which was kind of creepy. Should
0: we get another round?
1: Uh-huh. I don't know. Last time I went four rounds with the Russo, I caught a foot
0: to my face. <laughs> but uh, uh, I see, I think, and as far as Johnny's character, we're going to see a lot of uh, Soul-searching from him as to what he thought he was doing. My own
1: personal prediction, I think you're going to see Johnny and Danny team up to oh, take down John Crease, and the how new bad Cobra Kai. Ass would that be?
0: No more... Cobra Kai for Johnny, no more Miyagi-Do no, for they're gonna Danny. They're going to come together and oh. take the
1: best of both of their worlds to make the best first, kind folks, of karate. You heard it here first, guys. You heard it here first. That's my prediction.
0: That's an amazing prediction. I would love to see it. Right? That would be such compelling
1: television. Yes. They come and, together and they have to fight back and forth for how they're going to train the kids. They have to fight back and forth between pulling it too far to the Cobra Kai side, pulling how do it too you, far to the Miyagi-Do because side. Because if you
0: look at it, what is season two about for Miyagi-Do? balance.
1: Yes. You can't but they have lose good so with, much balance.
0: Right, but there's that's the thing with the characters. They're not good, they're not bad. They're balanced. Yes. So, you've got Johnny. Quiet! On the Cobra Kai, you got Daniel on the Miyagi do. See, Daniel find kinda, that balance. It's kind of
1: like Daniel's the evil guy with the good karate, but Johnny was the good guy with the evil karate and they need to balance each other out and bring it back to the middle for both of them.
0: <laughs> I'm really curious. That's got me, my, my mind buzzing.
1: Here's kind of the be all end all the
0: point of this whole conversation. Uh, YouTube red brought us something that was so damned good. It had no right being as good as it was. Coming and it had from no YouTube right red. being on YouTube red. Right. So it's something that's easily surpassed quality and any kind of standards we had for it going into it as lovers of the original lore and the original movies. If you haven't gone out and witnessed the glory and the wonder of Cobra Kai, and yet, you liked
1: Karate Kid even a little bit, even a little bit, even a little it's bit. It's so
0: faithful to the original, it's so reverent to the source material. You are not going
1: to hate this. You're at all. not going to be disappointed. There's You're no way. You're not going to think it's hokey. You're not going to think they did this on a shoestring budget. And it's not for kids. No. It can
0: be shown to kids. Yes. My, my teenage son watched it with yes. me.
1: It, it can be shown, but, but I got to
0: tell you, it doesn't take that simplistic approach. It's in-depth storytelling. Yes. It is very deep and very nuanced and very, uh, like, like I said, The emotions
1: get... of the storylines with the adults are very adult. Very. Yes.
0: And I found myself damn near in tears at several different places. Yeah. Throughout the, the entire series And I mean and the
1: the the story of Amanda and Danny's relationship and the troubles mm. it's going through. I mean it's As it's he sinks
0: deep. his life back into karate, yeah. What it does to his life as a car dealer it's and deep. as a husband. Yeah, it's fantastic. And, and and I really don't mind saying that if you're into nuanced storytelling, if you're into reverent source material this show is going to bring you a lot of really good times and really good feelings and and for a show that's only going to eat up it's only going to eat up a day a day 10 hours of your time
1: it's nothing, and you're gonna get if you like the Karate Kid and you liked all that, you're gonna get so many flashbacks. Oh, Not yeah. just the flashbacks they show on the show. I mean, because there's because they do there's a lot of flashbacks. They use a lot of alternate. But tapes. you're gonna get those flashbacks in your mind a lot because it's they just do such a good job. They play they the music do a, at the right times. They bring a
0: they do a really good job of bringing these characters out of the 80s, except for Johnny, who's perpetually stuck in the 80s. <laughs> but they bring them back in a way that is. Beholden to the source material,
1: but not held back by it. And I don't know about you, but they always end each episode with a bang. Hmm. And then that Cobra Kai logo comes up, and you see the the light go across the chrome on that Cobra Kai logo. And every time you're just like, yeah! <laughs> just make sure the Cobra Kai snake comes in at the end, all right? I want it to really pop. Make a chrome.
0: So what we're basically trying to tell you, Eric and I, is that uh, we really
1: enjoyed the show. And if you haven't watched it, do it. Get back on your ass, on your couch, <laughs> You're and in quarantine. watch this show.
0: <laughs> what else do you got going on? It's the end of October. It's quarantine. You got time. So uh, I want to thank you guys all for joining us again for another episode of Feel Your Fandom Podcast. Like I said, I could talk about this
1: shit for hours, and I have. And we'll but it's an, nice we'll to do, focus. We'll, we'll do this again, right? Oh, yeah. When season three comes oh, out. yeah, We've got to have a post we We'll binge watch it, three. and we'll do this again.
0: But uh, from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you guys for joining us again. Uh, look for us on Facebook one more time at facebook.com forward slash Fuel Your Fandom or on our new website on uh, Buzzsprout, which is uh, fuelyourfandom.buzzsprout.com, which will take you to all the different links where we're available. Uh, give us a like, give us a comment, give us a share. And if you've got any kind of way you want to weigh in on these episodes, send me a message. Uh, we'll definitely use your... Uh, information in a future podcast because we want to include you in the show as well again stick around the uh, season finale is coming uh, if you've got a favorite star wars game weigh in with it tell me what it is and why
1: this is the way this is the way this is the way that speeder game pod racer spe- yeah. yeah i love that game it's a great game it's oh, a good game
0: but uh from the bottom of my heart thank you for listening and remember what i tell you everything is fandom And fandom is everything. Take care, guys.